rock stars welcome back welcome to episode 119 i am so excited to share my discussion with brianna rulis of rulis music it is so incredibly inspiring and brianna's got a toolbox of resources that can help you to take action today and we've got them all linked up in the show notes below this video so i can't wait to dig into all of it also i have to shout out brianna for getting me these beautiful earrings that i've got on today so thank you brianna and before we get into our talk, this episode is sponsored by Plan, the platform I use to schedule all of my social media content. Now, I've been using Plan for probably almost four years, if not longer, and I've never been happier with the social media scheduling platform, and I have used them all. Now, I know Brianna is a big fan of social media detoxes, as am I, and Plan has allowed me to do just that. For an affordable price, they offer so many features that allow me to quickly and easily plan a week or even a month's worth of social media posts. It's a game changer. Many of you know I have chronic limes, and some days I just don't have the energy to be on social media. Now, Jen is a lifesaver, and she can easily hop on, grab a stock photo from their extensive library, or she can use one of the hundreds of media files that we've organized into different folders inside their collection tool. And she can have something up for me in minutes. Or, as we've both done, we can set it and forget it for the whole week. It also enables Jen and I to split up the responsibilities of social media content, giving her access to manage our Redefine the Hustle community and I manage my Rockstar Advo channel on Instagram. And we can each do that all from one account, which is a game changer. Plan also now offers auto posts for reels, stories, carousel posts, and more on Instagram. Plus, if you prefer other platforms outside of Instagram, you can also auto post to LinkedIn, Facebook, and Pinterest. But I think the thing that I love the most about Plan is that I can integrate my Canva account and design posts directly inside of Plan without leaving the platform. Genius. Now at the very least, if you're just curious about Plan, I implore you to join their newsletter because you will receive inspiration for over a month's worth of posts each and every month. They give you a calendar of inspiration. It is a true lifesaver. You can join their pro account or their free version using my affiliate link in the caption below this video, or you can check out the full list of tools that I use over at therockstaradvocate.com forward slash recommended dash rock sources and take your pick. Again, that's therockstaradvocate.com forward slash recommended dash rock sources. It's so important to find tools that allow you to step away from your business and recharge and focus on time with your friends and family. Something that I know Brianna values very highly. So let's get into my discussion with her. Now, Brianna Rolis is a Dallas-based music industry strategist, a singer-songwriter, a reality TV music coach, an online course creator, and best-selling author of the book, Make Reality TV Your Reality. She is also the creator of the Reality Singing Show Success Academy, as well as her annual Reality Singing Show Summit, all to help independent performing artists prepare for and leverage their reality singing show platform to create momentum in their music careers and grow engaged fan bases. And you don't have to win the show to have that success. Brianna has been a singer and performer for 
30 years, including being a voiceover actor. And she has studied internationally and received a BA in theater arts from Pepperdine University. She also fronted her own rock band and experienced the reality television craze in the earlier days when she was one of the top 100 finalists of American Idol season four. Now, as of this past November, she released her very first original song, Thieves, and I cannot wait to dig into what she calls her signature song and why other musicians should have one too. Here is Brianna Rulis. Brianna, my friend, my colleague, my wonderful, amazing musician, Brianna, how are you? I'm amazing, Suze. How are you? I am like really, really thrilled to be talking to you today. I am so excited to have you on today. There's so much I want to dig into. You know, you and I met a few years ago, and you just have such an amazing spirit and such a great outlook on the industry, on your career, and I've just witnessed you help so many musicians along the way, so I'm so glad we get to dig in today. Oh, man. Well, I appreciate that, and you know, when I first discovered you, you were definitely one of those people that if I'm going to write down names on my vision board or people I want to like get to know or people I want to work with, your name was always on that list. So I'm grateful that time has passed and not only are, you know, we working together in many ways, but we're also, I consider you a friend and like you said, a music colleague as well. And so I'm, I'm just incredibly grateful. Yes. Same here. So most of my audience already knows who you are, but I did give them a bit more of a detailed rundown about your career thus far. And we still have many, many, many chapters to go. But I want to know so far, how do you define hustle? And where do you see where some musicians might kind of get it wrong? You know, it's funny. I think the more and more that I hang out with you, like, I don't love that word. Uh, (laughs) So um, you've definitely had an impact on me when it when it comes to, you know, my perception of that word. But, you know, for me, hustle would be like, from my standpoint, and I'm just gonna say, you know, this may not be the traditional viewpoint of hustle, but it's just that consistent action every single day. You know, even when I don't, know exactly where it's going to put me or, you know, if I'm maybe shooting for that target and I'm not quite sure when or how I'm going to get there, if I'm putting one foot in front of the other every single day, to me, that's progress, you know, and, and to me, that's, it's like that consistency is so important. And, you know, as far as others getting it wrong, sadly, I think, too many people quit before things really start getting exciting. You know, they, they stop, they don't, they don't put forth a consistent action or maybe they do for like a small period of time, like maybe a burst and then it, it doesn't produce the results that they're looking for. So therefore they think, Oh, I guess this isn't for me or this isn't Mm -hmm. working or, and you know, they never, they never, evaluate, well, what's not working about it? How can I adjust? How can I shift and maybe try something new uh, to still achieve, you know, kind of the same goal that I'm after, you know? So I think that ultimately that consistency is really important, but it's the, it's all, all of it has to work together, understanding that there's a target that you have to be intentional with your action. And you also have to be showing up every day for yourself. I love that. I love so much about that. And yeah, and I think and that's why, you know, so many musicians can learn from you and learn from your story because, you know, you don't give up. You stay consistent with it. You ride those waves 
through the excitement and through the hard times. And I, and that's really why I think if you look at people who have built sustainable careers and, and withstood some of the hardships in their career, that's why, because they don't give up. They don't just say, okay, well, I gave my all for that thing and it didn't go the way I thought. And so, all right, time to pack up and go home. I think it really takes a lot of tenacity. You know, I see you teaching that to your audience uh, all the time. One of the things that I really love about what you do is you've really niched down and, you know, you really focus on the reality singing competition arena and which is brilliant because so many people don't. And it is such a big audience out there. You know, you can't turn on a channel that doesn't have a competition show for for performers. And so what really sparked that? What made you say, you know, I know you've you've had an experience with reality shows, but what made you say, okay, you know what? This is the experience that I'm going to turn into a lesson and a a coaching opportunity to help others through. What what sparked that whole thing for you? Yeah, you know, it really is niche and I love that about what I do and I decided to go all in on the reality singing show coach title during the pandemic. It was, you know, the summer of 2020 after feeling like I was really hitting a wall and I I physically was feeling this sense of I have to do something different and I'm not quite sure if I can keep just doing the same old thing every day, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of my clients, because at the time, you know, I've always been a strategy consultant. So at the time that I was working with um, many of these independent artists, independent musicians, a lot of them had a desire to go on these reality singing shows. So I've actually been coaching and doing audition prep for artists for years inside this um, realm and constantly getting DMs on Instagram and text and and requests for help with someone who's prepping for a reality singing show. So that was a big indicator to me and a big clue that, okay, maybe people are asking me for this. Maybe I need to give it to them a little bit more, like on a bigger level. And then I'd say the second thing would simply be, I really light up coaching on the audition, the performance and the business stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I get super excited when I'm telling an artist or showing an artist, okay, this is how we're going to strategize inside your audition. This is how you're going to bring your best during your live performance. This is how you're going to get that chair turn or, you know, take this song to that level that really gives people those goosebumps and makes them feel and then makes them say, yes, I, I have to have you on my show. And then the most important part, teaching them those foundational business pieces that they need, those online business strategies they need to actually leverage and maximize the platform. Because I see so many artists go on these shows and they think because they didn't win it that A, their music career is over or B, that it wasn't a success. And, you know, you and I have talked about this before and I I am so honored with this um, awesome testimonial you gave me, but you said that Brianna will show you how to win uh, no matter what stage of the reality singing show competition that yep. you make it. Cause that's the truth. You yep. know, it's like you win when, you know, just by getting cast, yep. I mean, there are so many ways to maximize and leverage these platforms. And so I get really amped up as you can hear, uh, <laughs> showing, showing, um, 
artist how to do that because ultimately I want this to be an experience that gives them a springboard for their music careers, right. like for sustainability. And you have to go into it with a strategic mindset mm -hmm. uh, in order to make that happen. That's what I love so much about what you do because I've seen singing coaches or performance coaches and, and there's nothing against what they do. But as you said before, what really struck me when, when our paths crossed was I was like, oh, she's not just trying to get them on the show. As you said, she's teaching them how to leverage any piece of the show that they can get on or any opportunity, whether they win it or whether they lose or whether they don't get to Hollywood or whatever the situation may be, there's, yeah, there always is a win there. And to really, that is such an amazing mindset reframe for these musicians that it's amazing that you can help them leverage that because yeah, so many of them, you know, I, I don't watch all of the shows, but I'll, I'll see them. And then there are these people who don't win and there's, they seem so dejected by it. And it's like, oh my goodness, no, you are in such a great position, but they don't see that and they don't know what to do with that. And that's so great that somebody like you is out there. Absolutely. And think about all the artists that you see on these shows that you never hear from again. Yeah. Like I, I'll go back, you know, I've, we all have the Hulus and the Netflix mm -hmm. or whatever, but I'll go back and I'll see seasons past of the voice or whatever. And I'm like, man, they were really good. And then I'll go look for them on Instagram and either I can't find them or not that there's anything against this, but they have 400 followers and they're posting pictures of their cat or something. Like, right. like I'm thinking in my head, what happened? Like, right. You obviously didn't talk to me before you went on the show because I wouldn't allow this to happen. Like, and, and sometimes I can't, I can't help it, but I so want to just DM them and be like, Hey, you don't know me, but like you, you actually could still do something right. with the footage that yeah. you have. Like, cause that's, that's, you know, the voice or do these different shows, if you make it on air, like you can use that for yourself. So it doesn't matter how far you get, you can right. absolutely use that to create opportunities. 100%. Yeah, it, it's such a uh, missed opportunity to uh, to leverage. And so I'm so glad that you're you're out there pointing that out to them and, and guiding them. I think it's amazing. One of the other things that, you know, I think you really bring to the table is that you are an artist yourself. Not only have you done the reality shows and you've, you've gone to the audition, so you can certainly speak from plenty of experience there, but you do record music. And as of November 30th, you released your first original single, Thieves, which I had the pleasure of hearing before everybody else, and it was amazing. And so, you know, I know you mentioned being 42, making this your first original single. And, you know, at 42 years young, I applaud you, and I think it's amazing, but I know many musicians get hung up on feeling like this window has passed them by after, quote-unquote, a certain age and I'd love to know how you felt about that and, and what made you talk about that as you released your single. Absolutely. Um, so a big theme in my song Thieves is how to combat the negative, nasty voices that swirl in our minds, in our heads, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I was writing this, there was a combination of, you know, fear, 
with relationships or fear with what are people going to think? What are people going to think when I go all in as a reality TV music coach? Are they still going to take me seriously? Right. Mm -hmm. All of these, you know, swirling things, these lies that we tell ourselves in our heads. And actually the, the reason why I named it thieves was because a friend of mine told me, um, there's like this quote or saying that says that comparison is the thief of joy or is the mm -hmm. robber of joy. Yes. And so that's why I named it thieves is because, you know, when I can't go to sleep at night because I am so in my head about all of this nonsense, like it's fully robbing me, not only of my sleep and when I don't get sleep, I'm not very happy the next day, but just in general, <laughs> my overall joy, um, of life. And so a lot of that also had to do with like that regret of, okay, well I'm, I am 40 years old, 41. Now I'm 42. And I have been working on this song for a while, uh, through the pandemic. And I, I'm so tired of thinking, even though I tell people like, pursuing your dreams is for everyone at every stage, right? Every age and stage. So even with that, I still grapple with like, yeah, but you're 42. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. you're, and you're a mom. Like, that's the other mm -hmm. thing. Like, you, and you're a mom of three. Like, mm -hmm. that's so not sexy, right? But again, I wanted to write a song that was like my fight song, my anthem. And that's why I wrote this because I wanted to remind myself like that that's all nonsense and that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, there's hope. And there's also like that belief, like you can let go and surrender of all of that junk. Mm. You can completely surrender all of it and let it all go because it's, it's just nonsense. It's pure nonsense. So, you know, I, I really promoted heavy that, you know, 42 debut single because I so desire that the message of this song inspire like I said, the dreamers at every age and stage, but I really specifically want to talk to those women too, who think it's too late, like whether it's a creative or an entrepreneurial endeavor, or whether it's music, like it is not too late. Like you can do your thing at any time. And, um, I just, that message is really, really important to me. So I didn't want to shy away from telling people my age because I want them to see, like, you can still make some really cool stuff happen at any point that you desire or choose. Hell yeah, 100%. And thank you for for sharing that. I was so elated when you, when you came out and shared that piece of your story with people because I hear from people all the time calling me up and saying, I'd like to work with you, but honestly, I'm, I'm about to be 30. I've heard people say, oh, I'm about to be 60. I don't know. And I always say to them, listen, if your goal was to be Britney Spears and be this teen heartthrob, you're not a teen. So yes, that shelf life is over if you want to be a teen heartthrob. Okay. But <laughs> if you want to be a sexy out there musician, you know, redefine what sexy means. Hell yeah, it means three kids and being 42 and coaching people and being a badass. Hell yeah, that's sexy. Like you can do anything at any age and you know for somebody to be able to you know I'm not a musician I'm not a performer and I can talk about it to the cows come home that I know that it doesn't matter because I've seen people do it but to have you as a musician doing it and walking that talk and owning it is so inspiring and I think it's really going to inspire so many musicians who doubt themselves I had I had a woman come to me 
in her mid-40s crying at a music conference a couple months back because she had a song that she wanted to release, but she felt it was so selfish because she has kids. And she said, I don't know. Oh, God. Yeah. Right. And I, it breaks I, my heart. Yeah. I just, I got verklempt and I, I started to tear up with her. And I said, You do this for your kids. Brianna, like, you are such a role model to your daughters and to the, the clients that you help. I think it's fantastic. You know, in a perfect world, who gives a rat's took us how old we are we should never even have to mention it but the fact that you are to point these things out and show people this doesn't matter and I love the meaning behind thieves because it's just yeah it gave me chills when you were talking about it because it's so true and uh you're taking it back and I love that thank you so much yeah you know this thing you tell me about it's so selfish to to release you know I believe that when I first had my, you know, when I had my first daughter, I was 28, you know, Mm. and at 28, I was like, well, I guess, I guess I'm done. I guess I'm not doing music. I'm a mom now, you know? And so there have been these lessons and, you know, we talk about this. It's like, oh, you didn't learn it the first time at 28 when, when, or at 30, when I was reminding you that you can still do music, you know? (laughs) Oh, you didn't learn it then. Okay. How about at 35? Nope, not yet. Okay, how about at four? Okay, how about at 42? Okay, now you've learned it. Like, right. <laughs> like right. yeah, you know, it's, and you're so right. And I, when we, if we want to go back to the why, right? The why is 100% showing my girls that, A, we can do hard things and we can also make life really exciting and simple when we follow. Our, our passions, like, and it's okay to follow our passions and include those in our lives. Cause I truly believe that when you're not exercising your gifts, you will suffer mentally, emotionally, and physically. I talk about this a lot. And I always say that not only you will suffer, but those around you will suffer because part of your fabric is mm-hmm. your connection to your gift. Yeah. So if you're not using it, you know, then you're going to get depressed. Um, I've been there and everyone suffered around me. Yeah. So one of the things that I also wanted to touch upon, uh, one of my first uh, episodes of this new season was talking about the online summit world and, and where, uh, where I think some people have jumped the shark um, and where we start doing a disservice to, to our attendees and to the musicians that we're serving. What I loved, what you put on earlier this past year, the reality singing show summit, watching you prepare for it, was so amazing to see because you take such care with finding the best people to talk about a specific topic. You really put such an effort forward to find people that were walking their talk and could talk about specific areas of a reality show world that musicians could benefit from. You know, there was no filler. You had no filler there. And it really was just very inspiring to watch and to see as, you know, a fellow colleague, just watching how excited you were putting it together. I know it's a lot of work <laughs> and I applaud you for the amount of work it takes. I, I've been there. I get it. I, and I think I said this to you back when you ran the summit there, you know, very few experiences I've had where the host takes the type of care and respect towards its speakers and making sure they had what they needed and that we, you know, everybody came together. You had such a wonderful, and I know other speakers that I know that took part in it, 
kept saying, wow, she really just, you bring this energy to it. It had such a community feel and that's hard to do with a virtual event. So what was it like for you? And, and did you, did you accomplish what you were hoping to accomplish? Because I know it's such an undertaking. Yeah, absolutely. That it really, it really knocked a lot out of me. Like I remember I felt like I need to remember that I'm going to need to recover for about a month after the (laughs) next one. Yeah. Um, and, and thankfully for the next one, you know, I've, I've already done it once and I'm going to adjust a few things, change up a few things, but thank you for, for all of those kind words. Um, I loved hosting it. I loved putting these speakers together and I truly believe that it was going to create something special for uh, the audience. It connected me with a lot of new artists. It also connected me with a lot of new music colleagues. Mm. And to me, that was really cool because I expanded my network um, of music industry professionals in different areas, which was really neat. And um, I was able to grow my audience a bit specific to my niche of reality singing shows. You know, obviously, if you're signing up for a reality singing show summit, that's what you want to hear about, you know, so it was pretty cool to be able to do that. And um, I also really liked the platform that we hosted it on because I wanted every speaker to feel valued that their expertise mattered. Because Mm -hmm. honestly, we all know without without the speakers, there is no summit. Um, And I, I also wanted to tie in, like you said, that community feel I wanted to make people feel um, involved, you know, and engaged. And I did it live. So that I think that was another thing. It wasn't pre recorded, which can be very risky. Um, In fact, the week before the summit, we had we call it uh, like snowmageddon here in (laughs) Dallas, we were, we were shut down for an entire week, we had maybe the first of all, born and raised in Dallas, never seen snow this um, as bad as it was. And it's never been below like 12, negative 12 degrees. You know, I've never experienced that here. I mean, we had pipes bursting and a lot of people had no water, um, no electricity for days. I mean, it was, it was, it was insane. So thankfully my summit didn't happen that week. Uh, Mm -hmm. and it happened the week after when everything thawed out and it was 70 degrees again in February. So, um, but yeah, the, the live, the live component enabled me to really get people involved too. And, um, also give the attendees an opportunity to connect with the speakers. So there was a very exciting, um, component. And I'd say lastly, like I hired an assistant and, that assistant was so amazing. Her name is Katie that I actually held on to her after the summit because I'm like, okay, I can't let you go. You're amazing. You helped me out so much. But I think having that assistant in the background is also an area that enabled me to um, take care of the speakers and also make sure that everything ran smoothly because I was very focused on providing the content, giving value to those who are attending. And then, as you said, staying engaged with the speaker as well. So there was just a lot of moving parts that uh, enabled it to be a success. And I would say that most definitely I achieved what I was hoping to get out of it. Um, And, you know, also just, I was in essence also really like making almost like this bold statement. I am a reality TV music coach. I am hosting the first ever reality singing show summit. Like there is no confusion. That is what I do. You know, (laughs) it was was your coming out party. Yes. It was my coming out party. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I love that. And I mean, it really has spurred on so many 
cool new ideas and, and offerings that I know you've been thinking about and, and planning. And so I'd love for you to be able to tell us more about the Reality Singing Show Success Academy. What's it about? What do we need to know? Tell us everything. Oh, yes. Okay. So that is my signature online course, and I would call it more of an experience. Um, there are two areas or two ways you can get involved in the academy. You can either get involved just in independent learning where you're not getting any coaching from me. You're just accessing the content. It's all video content with a tremendous amount of resources, exercises, um, and you know, coaching. Now, this goes back to everything that I coach on, everything that I show off in the Reality Singing Show Summit, and everything in my book, um, Make Reality TV Your Reality. And that is, we not only show you, the, it's like three phases, right? The first phase, how to prepare for a reality singing show audition. So all the song choice, all the preparation that goes into it, that leads up to the actual audition. That would be phase two, really shining in your live performance, you know, getting that chair turn or that golden ticket or whatever it is for your show. And then lastly, the third phase, the, the leverage and the maximizing phase where you're really diving into those online business tools to be able to get the most, squeeze the most juice out of this experience so that you can create momentum in your music career. So those would be the three phases of the Reality Singing Show Success Academy. And um, twice a year, I open it up to VIP uh, registration. And the VIP registration is all of the content, lifetime access, plus uh, coaching with me. So we do about an eight-week group coaching experience. We also open it up to mock auditions. And I just get a lot of people involved to support the journey. That's amazing. I love that so much. Links to learn more about that and to join are in the show notes page. Be sure to check that out. Um, I also absolutely love your book and the link to, to get that is in our show notes page as well. Uh, I highly recommend it. I read it cover to cover and I'm not even a performer. Um, and there was a lot of great nuggets in there that just made me really go, huh? Oh, I never thought about it like that. So there, there's a lot of great, uh, tips in that book as well that you guys can all access from the show notes. One of the last questions I have before we wrap up is when it comes to musicians who are out there thinking, well, I don't know, like reality singing show competitions. I don't know if they're for me. Is there anybody that you feel don't do it? It's not for you. Do you feel it's for everybody? What, what would you say out there to give some advice to our listeners if they're like teetering back and forth about it? Yeah, I love that question. Thank you. So I, I personally do not think that reality singing shows are for everyone. And the reason why I say that is because First of all, you need to be in a very healthy mental space. Mm -hmm. If you are at the edge of a trauma or, um, you know, you're just not healed from maybe something that's happened to you even a long time ago, this is not for you mm -hmm. uh, because all of that is going to get unearthed. Mm -hmm. And the last thing we want is for you to be uh, emotionally uh, or physically unstable, mentally unstable on a show. And also, you know, there is just that level of, you really have to put yourself out there and you do control the narrative. So that is something I really coach on. It's like, we're going to craft your story and tell your story in a way that you're comfortable. Like you don't have to share anything you don't want to share, but you have to know what your narrative is before you go on the show. Mm. So, you know, I think it's really important for people to understand that. 
And some people, if they're not willing to bend or show any of those, like peel back any of those layers and have that vulnerability, I don't believe shows like this are for you. I also, when I say, you know, you really have to turn it up, it's kind of like, you know, you might be uh, like a cool, mellow artist, but you still have to be compelling on television. Right, right. So if you're not willing to take that like cool vibe that you have and kind of like bump it up to a 10, right. you know, you can still have your cool vibe and still be you, but you still got to sell it. Like, right. are you willing to market who you are and be a compelling quote unquote character right. on their season because right. that's what this is. This is entertainment TV. And if you're not down for that, it's not for you. Yeah. It's just not. And that's okay. Like it's, I don't believe it's for everyone, but if you're not afraid of that camera and you like to shine under the lights and you love to give a good show and you're a bit of a ham or, I mean, even if you're not a ham, that's okay too, but there's a little bit of a ham inside all of us. Right. <laughs> um, you know, then I always tell people like it's the complete package, you know, you got to have the personality and the talent and the look and the story all ro rolled up into the complete package. And when I say the look, I don't mean you have to be drop dead gorgeous. Like yeah. you just have to have your thing. Like right. you just, you got to just own it, whatever that is and own it confidently. So I hope that answers your question. It absolutely <laughs> does. And I hope our listeners know, like if this is something you're thinking about, this is why you need a coach. <laughs> because yeah. there's a lot of moving pieces to this and it can feel really overwhelming really quickly if you don't have somebody to kind of guide you through it and say okay here's where we're going to start here's how we're shaping this here's what you need to know because yeah I think so many people I know I would never think of half of those things that you listed as things that I would have to be mindful of um to go on this show you know to go on any show so I thank you for, you know, being very blunt about it. I, I think it is important to know if this is for you or not. And I really appreciate that you mentioned, you know, the emotional fragility that can happen if you're not aligned and, and feeling whole at the moment. Um, so thank you for pointing that out to people. And as we wrap up, I will end the way I end with every guest uh, in this new iteration of the show. What's been a redefining moment in your career or life that sticks out to you when, when looking back at what you've done so far? You know, I would say a really pivotal moment for me would be when I published my first book. Mm. So when I published Performing Artist Pathway. Uh, and the reason why is because it truly opened up my opportunities in this music space that I am in now. And it was the catalyst for all of these relationships I have today, uh, simply because I believed in myself enough and I did the work to create a book. Mm -hmm. Like the opportunities that it opened up for me um, were just incredible. And honestly, like I was doing vocal and performance coaching at the time, which I really enjoyed. But what I do now is so fulfilling and so exciting. And I just feel like I had kind of like a ceiling as far as opportunities and just things that I could do. But now once you write a book, it's like, oh, I can do anything. Like if I can write a book, I can do anything, you know? And I, that, it was, it was just this insane mindset shifter for me. And I will never forget. I was literally in my front yard and I was sending a voice message to a friend of mine. And I remember thinking to myself, oh my gosh, like 
I can actually do anything I put my mind to. Holy cow. Like my, my uncle's been telling me that, you know, that to me my whole life, but I actually believe it now. Right. Right. Like, and it's, it's just incredible because it changes everything. It really does. So I, I would definitely feel like that. That's, it was a big, big game changer for me. I absolutely love that. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us listeners. I'm sure you've been blown away by the things that Brianna's had to share. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Be sure to connect with her on Instagram, check out her Academy, get her book. And if you're thinking about reality shows, you're going to need a coach and she is the one to go to. So thank you so much. Be sure to check our show notes for all of these amazing links and anything else you'd like our audience to know, Brianna, before we go. You know what? Just again, remembering that pursuing your dreams is for everyone at every age and stage and um just stay positive you know at the end of the day you can always create the opportunities um that you want to create your brain is very very powerful oh i love that what a way to end the show thank you so much and we'll talk to you soon thank you for having me i always feel so inspired after talking with brianna it's not every day you run into a colleague who is so genuine and compassionate as she is. She truly is your biggest cheerleader and wants everyone to win. And what's your biggest takeaway from our discussion? Be sure to tell me in the comments below this video or email me suz, S-U-Z, at therockstaradvocate.com. Now my challenge for you this week before we wrap up is to follow your dreams in spite of your age or how long something has taken you or who you think is already doing it or doing it better. Do it anyway. You will be so glad you did. So let me know in the comments what you found most inspiring about Brianna's story. And as she said, following your dreams is for every age at every stage. So what dreams are you recommitting to as of today? Thank you so much for listening and watching. And I hope to see you back here next week for a brand new episode. Take care.